How you doing, guys? This is Colin Osborne uh, and the, with the Colin Osborne Podcast. And today, it's just going to be a, a, a bunch of rambling thoughts that, you know, we've been having. Um, we're, we, yeah, we, we've been touching a little bit on the business part, but we also just, you know, this, this podcast is really about, like, real life. So we're just going to be talking, having a good conversation. Um, my viewpoints are fairly neutral when it comes to a lot of things, um, but I'm also... When I start to explain things that guys, I want you guys to understand that it's it's more of of the basis that I'm making fun of the situation. When I look at it, I don't necessarily look at myself as that type of person anymore. But when I view it objectively, I look at it and that I'm thinking, wow, that's like a pretty why cool thing. Heck, yeah, why, why How did I get myself in that situation? You know what I mean? So uh, anyways, me and Kevin were just talking about, you know, you know, different women that we've had in our lives and stuff like that. And um, um, it just really comes back down to uh, the it's it's you you come to find out that looks aren't everything. Have you realized mm-hmm. that <laughs> looks? I've seen some pretty, pretty ugly, you know, no, you know, objectively unattractive men with some really attractive women. And I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's not all about looks. It really is not even for me. Like, I dated a girl last year, and I personally thought she was very, very attractive to myself. But in hindsight 2020, most people did not think in that way. And, like, I mean, that's not... I'm not throwing that against her in any way because I thought she was a beautiful person. Um... You know, obviously things didn't work out that way. But at the end of the day, like, I saw beauty in her, and that's all that really would all, all that mattered to me at the end of the day. And there was other things about her that made her beautiful, like her weird laugh or the way she would move. It was like a fucking, like, she was as if, like, she was like a kid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, was kind of kiddie-like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, when it comes to women and the struggles it is to find like that that suitable partner you know you sometimes have to ask yourself the question like when are men going to educate themselves on how to speak to women better you mm-hmm. know what i mean like at the end of the day they're like pe- some men are afraid to be seen as like i'm seeking out to learn how to talk to women but i personally embrace it because at the end of the day you're gonna have a better experiences for women imagine if there were all the men in the world were socially conscious about knowing how to speak to a woman. Then you knew, like, okay, I shouldn't be doing this, but I also should not be doing that. And what I mean by, like, you know, when, when you go up to a girl and you're talking to her, like, you're obviously supposed to be leading her into some direction. And that direction has got to be that we both are going to a, like, spot of mutual interest with each other. You know, if you go on a date, like we don't, you obviously have a little bit of mutual interest, which is just light. Like you like what you see in person. I mean, what, what like the, the, what their face looks like or what their body is, but like you don't actually like that person until you've actually gotten an opportunity to learn about them. And I believe that like when it comes to in the dating world, it's all about like how fast can you build connections with a woman in her mind before she is then ready to say, hey, like. I'm, I can now be vulnerable around this man. And the reason why I say that is because women love to talk about themselves. Women love to, like, to, to, to tell people about... They're, they're talkative creatures, more talkative than men. And, you know, it, they, they, there are studies that say that, like, women have to speak, I think, is 
10 or 20,000 words on average a day to like to for them to satisfy their like you know innate ability to 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 speak as that like that's what's satisfying to them i don't know if, if that if the need to express themselves yeah their need to express themselves like has to be at twenty thousand words or higher right? the case which is fucking wild to me because like there's some days where i catch myself not really saying anything and there's yeah i literally i remember there was i think you went to go visit your parents or whatever and it was just me and the dogs for about a week and I was working on something and I was working on this thing for like basically the entire time that he was gone. And I had not said one word for like about a week. Like my, my, my mom called me at the end of the week and I literally almost forgot how to like speak. Like I literally was like, I was like, oh yeah, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, but like, I don't think, I don't think women, I don't think women can do that. Like, go days without just not speaking. I don't think, I think they'll start to talk to themselves. Yeah, yeah, they'll start to talk to Kayla. Uh, excuse me, I'm not supposed to say the name. I'll but, take that out. we have to take that I remember, out. I remember the time we were in the car, and like, we were there driving, and she's like, <coughs> so you guys just sit in the car and not say anything, or listen to yeah, music? Yeah, listen to I'm music. Like, we were driving, yeah. we drive in silence very often, and it's not because we don't like talking to each other, but... You know, we've, we've gone to a level of comfortability where we don't have to keep talking in order to feel comfortable. I don't have to say anything to you. you know, yeah, it's, we like, it's fun. We just, we just be here and just do our own thing together. Together, and that's, that's all there is, is going to be. And, and, and that's just not the same for women. And you guys can, uh, like, advocate for this. I know you will, but you probably won't at the end of the day because you guys don't take accountability for anything. That if you I mean, this goes back that, to the, the, the conversation that uh, I don't know if we can, if this is worth, if we're allowed to say this, but there's another show out there. I love the, I love these guys, <coughs> Tasteless Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I love those guys. Okay, they invite, me, invite me to a podcast. I would love to be on one of those podcasts. Like, uh, he, they were talking about um, that uh, what were they talking about? You, you made me lose my train of thought. Oh, that they don't, um... Women don't have hobbies. That's what it was. You don't. Working Women out do is not, not a hobby. Hobbies. Working out is not a Working hobby. Working out is not a hobby. It's just another way to catch your next project. They're out here fishing for men yep. by saying they're going to... I remember going to work out with you and, and your girl one day and... And and I didn't believe I didn't believe any of the stories you told yeah, me until I saw it with my own eyes. No workout plan. No, I did not no see you do a single workout, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Nothing. Not even lift a single <sighs> weight. The only weight she lifted was the weight of her phone. Yep. And and I just couldn't believe it. And then I saw. Her, what, what blows my mind is what what is that walking shit that you see at the gym? Like like what, what are y'all walking for? You know I don't understand. Like, you walk all day long. Cause I mean, you're, are you 65? And, like, do you need, is that your minimum required exercise for the day as a 65-year-old? Yeah, I just, like, I, just say, I know that's not all women, once again, but it's like, you know, women go to the gym. I don't, I don't really feel like, once again, guys, stop. Yeah, I, I swear, my dogs literally, whenever we want to record a podcast, what they want to do is they want to start barking and fighting with each other for no reason. I don't understand it. And it might be just because me and Kevin together are not having, or not paying any attention to them. I so know. they equally are like, oh, you they know have, what? 
Let's just fucking, like, just fight with each other so we can be annoying. Hey, get over here. Hey, Zeus. Come here. Come here. No, come here. Over here. Sit. Down. Down. Good boy. Stay there. Stay. Anyways. Well, I don't even remember what I was... I don't know what we were talking about. What were you even talking about? about? It was about... Um, oh... Uh, just, just it's oh not, man, it's not women all don't women. have hobbies. It, well, it's it's it, we're not. I'm not. Once again, I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. Like in terms of like, we're not like, saying that these are all like these are all we're not types saying of these women. are like concrete truths. But this is just something that that we've experienced in our own lives. That that just it just it's keeps a coming up. Pattern. It's a it's, it's a, a common reoccurring pattern. theme. And and you know, at this point, it's just theory. I, I can't say it's a hundred percent accurate. I mean, now now people will now go and I, say, "Oh, that's a stereotype." But at the end of the day, that is human nature to stereotype people. And the fact of the matter is, where people it's pe- a survival pe- instinct. You want to classify your your threats and your non-threats. Exactly. So you you go through your system of classification. Yeah, but that, you know, system. now there's going to be someone out there who's like, oh, so does that mean, like, you know, we can, like, you can stereotype black people in that way? It's like, no, that's not what we're talking about in any way, shape, or form. And I'm like, saying that you, you, we're saying that, like, you use your own experiences, what you've experienced within your life, both positive and negative experiences, are, are things you use to identify, you know, your next threat. Like yeah. if you if you had a bad experience with someone, and you remembered certain aspects of the of, of them more strongly than yeah. the other, it's because every time you were in that you were in that situation or exposed to that situation, it just happened to be a certain type of person. Yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like it's it's one of those things where, like, for example. Whenever I call my girl, you know, she's either sitting in her bed watching TV or doing, like, schoolwork. But other than that, you know, it's working out, it like, in, in the lightest term as possible because for the life of me, I don't know what the hell she actually it's does. It's not a workout. Girl. It's just like a it's, long... It's just like a bunk jumbled it's a, like a, a bunch of warm-up, maybe. Like, warm-up slash stretch. Yeah, and I'm just so confused and about it. And I don't know if it ever ends because... I guess you do it until you start sweating, and then after that, like you're basically done. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I 100% believe in Tim Ferriss's four-hour body. You don't have to work out all day long, 24/7, to have a good body. Because at the end of the day, what it's really about is what you're putting into your body, what food mm-hmm. you're eating. That is I literally half the battle. That's literally half the battle is what I mean, you're eating. And if I'm, you're eating trash, you your just, body is trash. Your body will, will, you know, it has a limit. You know, it has a limit. As to how much it can take before my it body, away. my body is my temple. At the end of the day, your body responds to what you put into I mean, it. I mean, like, like I'm, I was, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I was blessed with, with great genes. Like, no one in my family has any issues with, with weight control. Uh, but in addition to that, like everything that my family ate for the most part was cooked. It didn't come from a fast food restaurant. It didn't. It didn't come from anywhere else. There were ingredients that just came together to make the meal. You know, and a lot of a lot of people, a lot of families don't have that. And that's that. I think that's the source of, of the, the the weight problem in this country, is that that's no longer <coughs> common. Like home cooked meals are less and less common. 
But isn't it weird how, like, in order to be healthy nowadays, you have to be wealthy? Yeah, exactly. Like, 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 the, like I think you, you mentioned this the other day, like, all the, the bad quality meats and, and substitute meats and, and, and just low-grade meats were designed to make it cheaper to, uh, what is it, you said, it made it cheaper to take care of the workers. It costs less to take care of the workers. Right. Because you're they're in a system where you pay them just enough to buy an X amount of uh, uh, food and an X amount of whatever they need to live. Here's a perspective though. And there's no way to, there's no way to be, be like, there's no way to like, I guess, move out of that situation, right. get to a better situation, you're just locked in this cycle. Well, here, here's a, a, a perspective, and it's not something I necessarily agree or disagree about, but I think it's a topic for conversation. And it's, it's, is there someone out there that has the innate ability to control exactly what is happening in this world? And I mean by that by like, imagine if you had the ability to put specific like components into food, which then that food was dispersed towards people. And at the end of the day, we run off food. Like that's a na- that's a natural thing that we need to eat. But those people, if you put up just enough of a specific substance in there, and that substance would then cause problems, asthma, and you know. Um, cancer and all of diabetes and all that bullshit like that that makes you that forces you for the mo- for the majority to have to spend money on health care mm. you're forced to spend money on health care but in order to spend money on health care you then have to have health insurance which you're then paying the health insurance company to then cover your your expenses because they're way too high but then you still have to pay deductible so you're still in a way paying for it even when you're already paying for it and at the end of the day you're you're spending money on a, a, a health insurance plan for example that only goes higher the more you use it and isn't that how insurance is like oh you're using is too much we have to we have to, lower, to charge you more we have to charge you more because you're using it more isn't that that's just such a, a criminal way of, of, of looking at it but at the end of the day like imagine someone's able to to, to create like a system like that where they would have forced people you have money forever if you control like the food being I mean, put into it's your... required by the law to have car insurance it is it's required by like most leases to have renters insurance yeah you know it's, it's I mean you're literally paying you're paying someone in order it, you're paying someone in advance in order in event in event that you get into an accident so you're they can take care of in advance of uh, of what you would pay if you got into an accident but more of it because what if you never got into an yeah. accident and you're just paying someone for an to pay so you're paying for an accident that may never happen and you know so- what's another criminal thing too i think life insurance is one of the most criminal fucking things in the world it is it is because like you're you're paying like they, they try to sell this to you at a young age. You're like, hey, you know, if life insurance this, life insurance that, like when you have a wife and kids and everything like that, you're going to be able to, they're going to be insured if you like, you know, um, whatever. well, like they're going to be, you're going to be insured and they're going to be able to get all the money and stuff like that. But it's like when they're selling it to people who are single, you're, tell, you're selling them a lot because at the end of the day, you're giving them money 
that they're going to then be giving to someone else and not your own self. Like, I, I just feel like if, if the day that I leave the surf, I don't know, I, I really don't want it to be the equivalent of someone winning the lottery. I really don't. Okay. I want people to miss me, yes. miss the vacuum of financial space that I created. <laughs> like, my money's gone. <laughs> like, oh, man, I miss him and all his money. <laughs> But not in the way that, like, if I had kids, I'll make sure that they're okay. But it's not going to be like, oh, money, 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 I'm rich now. Like, mm-hmm. it's like it, like a college fund would be there for them. You well, know, something that would help them, like, start their life after they graduated from college. Like, like I, I do like the idea of the career start alone that the Naval Academy gave us. It, it did, like, help you, like... Get your first transition. big purchase. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you know your first your first paycheck from uh, being an officer didn't come until like a month later. Mm, I really hate the fact that. So you're broke, broke for about a month, no money besides the amount of money you got on graduation. Yeah. That, well, you're. Uh, so that it. career started, man. It, it it came in handy around that time for me. I mean, it got it helped me like get our first apartment. It uh, moved down there. Yeah. I really wish we bought a house in Pensacola. I wish we had bought a house in Pensacola. I wish we did. There were right houses the for sale yes. at Perdido Key. Right on the beach. Right on the beach. We should have bought that house. I know. We all had the good credit. And we drove by it every, every day. day. Every we day. Every day. The for sale sign. Beautiful. We could have been down people. there right now. Yes. Chilling. Oh, Airbnb, our Airbnb. actual apartment. Yes. Oh my God, we would have gotten a great price on this too. Yeah, we would. Yes. Oh my God. Ew. So you hate, man. You hate to fucking see it. Um, I thought about that too. Like when we were in Corpus. We really could have just drove down there. When we were in Corpus Christi, like the first command financial advisor dude was like, "Are you thinking about purchasing property?" Because I noticed you're leaving the military. I should have stayed and talked to him about that. Cause like they have like, the first command has like this whole program that is free while you're in active duty to help you get a house. When I was moving down here, the, my relocation allowance was 10 grand. Well, really like more like 10 grand plus seven for like other shit. Mm-hmm. But like, like, in addition to that, they gave me a travel agent or like a like a like a real estate agent that would come that would that would look for a place for me to buy like a house for me to buy before I moved down here. And I said no, I'm not looking to buy a, a house right now. And look how much money that would have. And that would have been I would have saved so much money if I had bought a house. I just wanted to be as close as possible to work, so there's no reason for me to like. Um, like be late or whatever. That's why I remember. I remember when I saw that guy Alex, whatever. He, I forget what his fucking name. Is. He was he was at, went to Naval Academy with, and um, Trey Duncan was staying with him for a while, and he had bought this house and he had two or three people like in yeah. there paying his rent, his mortgage, and he's probably making so much cash now because all he's gonna do is move in more qualified Naval Academy pilots who you know. Have been like you already. All you really an application from the Naval Academy is like I know this guy's gonna be clean. I, I know he's gonna be organized. Gonna have predictable, predictable, predictable like, money all the, the time. Always will have that money. Absolutely. You know, like I know he can't get in trouble with the law. Yes, exactly. I know that that 
He's not really gonna have. He may or may not have pets. That's like a fifty-fifty thing there, because some people just. Even don't then, I mean, I'm just. Even yeah. then, you, can, you can charge them the, the the money to, exactly, to, exactly. to pay for it. But they will be responsible, so you won't lose your property. So anyone who's deciding to buy a house and you're from the Naval Academy. Like, that's literally the first thing that you should probably... Anyone graduating right now, buy Remem- a house. Yeah, remember that you can, use the v- you can use the VA loan. This is for anyone who's in, in, at the Naval Academy or in the military in general who wants to hear this. As soon as you get to your first duty station, buy a fucking house. The reason being is, is that when you get sent to another duty station, you can then fill someone else in your house that will pay your rent. And you'll always have a full stream of high-quality high quali- tenants that are going to be in your house. Because when they station. move out, they're going to refer their house to someone else. Exactly. They're they're like, hey, friends with whatever. And you're always I, getting paid. Exactly. You're always getting paid. But the house that I lived in in Corpus Christi, we found out about that house from another Naval Academy grad. Mm-hmm. He was leaving that house. He was like, hey... Us four student pilot dudes are leaving this house. You guys are here you for looking for a place. Take this place. Like the rent is cheap, and and we moved in as they were moving out. And this this lady who who inherited this property from her divorce settlement is making predictable income now. So much. Money. She will always make that money from the uh, 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 student pilots. That does, like, kind of, like, make me miss, like, Corpus Christi a lot. Because, like, there were some... I think the the way that I view life now was completely different than the way that I viewed life back then. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like if I went back there, I would be able to enjoy the peacefulness. Because, like, mm-hmm. the beaches were very, like... Desolate. <laughs> no one there. It was but, barely any sand. It's just rocks. But yeah, but there was there was a beauty to it because like whenever you go on dates and shit, it was just you and the girl like the entire time. You mm-hmm. know, like you, it was just like you had the entire city to conquer, and it really wasn't that like. I mean, the, the downtown really wasn't that popping, but like you could have like fun nights just like being at the bars and stuff. I had some like I had some very very fond memories of Corpus Christi. I really honestly did. Like I'm not gonna say. I, Hated that place completely, but I think if I was to go back, I would actually really enjoy it. Just like I would probably enjoy Pensacola. Because my views on, like, what's important is different. Back then it was, I wanted to, to go to go to the bar all the time and drink. And find girls and, like, have sex with them and stuff like that. But now, like, I don't necessarily... I can't drink because I have a stomach issue. Um, so I, I don't really have that opportunity to do it anymore. So I gotta find other things that are fun. Like going for a walk or getting into like sports racing or whatever you know like whatever it is you sound like you sound like us uh, someone talking about uh submitting to their family and going to the nursing home and you're talking it sounds like you're talking about what you do on the weekend (laughs) yeah like i'll go to that nursing home i'll 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 I'll, I'll join their knitting circle i'll 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 join the video game i mean bottom line is is that buy a fucking house please i regret it every single fucking day because like that's money coming into your pocket every month i had i had the i had the money too we all had the money we had all you don't even need a down payment you have the va loan i know but you i mean i'm saying like i could use it for the first couple payments oh well you can so like like less like while we're moving and stuff 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, the nice it part about it is, is that like, I, uh, you know, we have the money now to get a house, but it's like things are just so busy that I don't even have time to like deal with trying to look for one. Yeah, the um, process to close on a house takes so long. Yeah. So many meetings, especially on like if you're trying to get one of the new developments here. Yeah, especially in Charlotte. Like my friend market, just closed on a house. It took him an entire, it took him six months. Yeah, man, that's just, you know. I, don't, I just Six I like that's months. something that I plan on doing next year. Honestly, when I don't mind the apartment living right now. Honestly, I kind of enjoy it. Like because you you know you meet a lot of people. My girlfriend lives in the apartment complex as well, so it's kind of nice, especially during quarantine. Um, but anyways, uh, this is uh, Colin Oz with the Colin Oz podcast, and I uh, thank you for listening. And once again, Kevin um, Free is a you know co-host. Or guest, or it just depends on what he wants to be on the, on the show. So, <laughs> anyways, thank you, and and talk to you later. Bye.